Welcome to the Calm Nights, Strong Days podcast. With over 30 years in the health and wellness industry, I've realized there's no one-size-fits-all solution for sleep and stress resilience. What affects one person's sleep and ability to handle stress is different for each of us. The stage of life you're in, work and home stressors, your DNA, genetics, upbringing, social life, and more all affect how your body handles stress and your quality of life. Join me as we explore a variety of tools, strategies, and solutions I've employed with clients over the years in solo episodes, as well as insightful interviews and experts. Together, we'll unravel more pieces of the puzzle, empowering you on your journey to calm nights and strong days. So let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode five of the Burnout Expert podcast, where we are going to dive into Jenna Kucher's biohacking podcast um, recommendations and really dive into finding out if they are for you. Now, who in the heck is Jenna Kucher? Some of you may absolutely know who she is. For those of you that don't, she is the CEO of a multi-million dial multi-million dollar empire. She is an author, an educator, a photographer, and she has the number one podcast, uh, marketing podcast in the country. I have mad respect for her and I'm not going to tear her apart. She really didn't do anything wrong at all. And when she gives her biohacking examples, she does continually say in her episode that what this is what worked for her she's giving examples because people have asked what she's doing because she told people that she has gotten into biohacking she never ever claims that this works for everyone but why in the heck am i am i doing an episode on this it's because there are some things that weren't said on her podcast that I really do feel need to be addressed, especially for those of you that are listening here. When I was in burnout, I was a personal trainer for 25 years. I ran my own a personal training business. I had all kinds of trainers working for me. I trained them. I, I, they went to high-end executives and CEOs all over Toronto, all over the GTA. I was training trainers. I knew my stuff. Um, and I'm also like a nutrition coach during that time as well. But I was burnt out. And when I was burnt out, it didn't matter what I tried. I had all kinds of training and things. What I saw working with most of my clients not all. What I saw working with most of them wasn't working on me. Things that I, I was learning in all of my courses, exercise is what you need to handle stress. Um, nutrition is what you need to handle all of the stress and the burnout and, and energy. And my energy was tanked, absolutely tanked. And I would listen to podcasts. I would listen to other experts or other people saying, that this this worked for them for their energy and this helped and 
And I would try it. I'd say, I haven't tried this. I would dive into the science behind it and figure out if it was legit or not. And nothing worked. I would often feel worse after. I was a personal trainer who struggled to work out. Working out, being active, eating healthy was my life. And I was craving sugar like crazy. I was absolutely exhausted. And I was doing all of the thing. And it got to the point where nothing was working. I went to doctors. I went to specialists. And I used to think that there was something wrong with me because all of these things appeared. And I'm saying appeared to work for other people. And they didn't work for me. It was frustrating. It was lonely. I really had no idea how to get my focus back, how to get my energy back, how to get my moods stabilized, how to just want to start doing things again and just get that drive back. I wanted to work out. My brain would tell me to my brain would just be like, you're this active, healthy person. This is what you want. But my body couldn't do it. And it even got to the point where I went to my doctor at one point and, and I, I was like, look, you have to do something. I had been to specialists for individual symptoms. And, and I was like, okay, I've heard about this thing called adrenal fatigue with cortisol and all that. So she tested my cortisol and I came back and she said, your cortisol is really low. It's like 10%. Thing is, is that two and a half percent functioning of cortisol is where I would have been hospitalized. And that's where our medical system deals with triage medicine, deals with reactive um, disease medicine. And I wasn't in that state yet. And she said, we'll keep an eye on you and we'll get you to a specialist now to start looking at your cortisol, which was a six month wait. and. Oh, it was so exhausting, but that, that feeling of defeat when I left and I, back then there weren't as many biohacks as they're out now, but I would have tried them all. And the biggest lesson that I did learn from all of that is that burnout is a beast. It's a friggin' beast. When you are in burnout, what works for others who are not in burnout, it, it won't work for you because those things weren't designed for somebody who is in burnout. They're more somebody who is at a performance level. So if we think about um, athletes, so let's just think about a pro athlete. And with a pro athlete, what gets them the difference between that silver and the gold medal may be certain biohacking tricks. It's those little things. But what got them on the podium was a lot of consistency and hard, hard training, continually building on the basic. And when you're in burnout, that's the difference where the biohacking tools, we're going to go through a lot of them with that um, Janet Kutcher did uh, go through. And for certain phases, 
they may be good, but for certain phases of burnout, they may not be what you are looking for. Some of them are phenomenal. Some of them I use in my practice, but not all of them. So I really felt that I needed to do this podcast episode because it's really important for you to understand if you're trying everything and you're feeling so defeated, you are somebody who used to be athletic, played sports, and now you struggle to get off the couch. Or every time you do go to the gym, you keep being plagued with injuries. Your motivation and drive isn't there. Your moods are hitting you all of the time, or you're just, you are actually going to the gym, but you're not getting that adrenaline rush like you used to get. And you're trying all the things and you're st- there's something missing, then that's what I wanted to go through today. The the tools and tips and biohacks quite often are more for that performance optimization level and not necessarily for burnout. Burnout, I said, is a beast, but it's also very diverse. What gets one person into burnout is not what gets another into burnout. So there's so many different things we need to consider. And that's why too, what works for one may not work for the other two as well with burnout. So let's dive into this podcast episode with Jenna Kucher. So what I do love is that she really does stack a lot of these within her 20 minutes in the morning. That's brilliant. And that is amazing for habit forming that she has created the space in her life where she does this, this thing for 20 minutes every morning. And it's like two or three or four things stacked all together. Um, and, and it's all simple and easy. So kudos to her for sure with um, how she has implemented these into her life. There is something sometimes with people where when they implement them into their life, they tend to implement a lot that is really, really hard for them to continue with. And she has made it so that she hasn't missed a day. I believe she said over a year, maybe longer. And that is amazing for her. So the first thing she talked about was a pulsed electromagnetic field mat. This is a PEMF mat. I've actually looked at these. They're pretty cool. They send magnetic energy into your body. As she said, it's these, this is quoted from her, is these energy waves work with your body's natural magnetic field to improve healing. The magnetic fields help you increase electrolytes and naturally influence electrical charges on a cellular level and influence cellular metabolism. So what the heck kind of does this mean? Basically that it helps to heal your cells. And um, every time that your body is doing anything, there's an electrical charge that, that is causing the reactions in your cells. So it helps with those charges so your body can actually um, do more reactions in it, as well as it says it increases electrolytes. Now, most people are dehydrated and we also, electrolytes, there are so many different electrolytes that your body flies through when you're stressed. So increasing your electrolytes, this is a great thing. Now, I have not dug into the science of this PEMF mat. So all of this actually sounds really great. 
Um, if the science pans out on these, I don't know. I haven't dug into it, so I don't know um, enough. I've looked at them, but I haven't dug into the science enough to go if I'm going decide if I'm going to get one or not. Um, but what it is, though, is that when you're in burnout, your system is usually struggling so much. And what is causing a lot of the reactions in your cells, the like, as I mentioned, it increases your electrolytes, but your body flies through them at such a pace when you are um, stressed that, that there's no way that a mat like this is going to increase the electrolytes in your body. Well, and I also don't understand how it increases electrolytes because electrolytes are vitamins and minerals that we ingest. So I really would have to dive into the science of this for the electrolyte part, but our bodies fly through so much that when you're in burnout, you have to figure out what the stressors are first in order to um, figure out in, in order to decrease how much, how many electrolytes your body is flying through in a day. And as well for the electrical charges, it's really important to um, know, or it's, it's important to, to make sure that we're not breaking ourselves down so much first, because you can be supposedly healing, repairing these cells, um, helping with on the with the electrical charges on the cells but if you're continually sending out stress hormones they are catabolic which means they're breaking things down which means they are breaking down the cells in your body so when you're when you're really really stressed we need to make sure if we look at this from that that way that i was saying with the athlete we if the athlete misses all of their training and only focuses on the, those little extras that may mean the difference between gold and silver, they will not even make the podium if they're not going to practices, if they're not pushing hard on all of the base foundational things. So that's, this is exactly why I'm doing this episode is if you are somebody who is really highly stressed, long-term stress that has really been affecting your body, as great as this sounds without me diving into the science of it, it is something where I don't want you to feel like what's wrong with me if I start implementing these different hacks and they don't work for you the, the way that they work for Jenna. Jenna, from what I'm understanding based on things she's saying, is not in burnout. Jenna is has learned ways to manage her stress and she may still have some stress. She's mom um, and she runs business. There's definitely always going to be stress there. And there's always things that she can work on. Absolutely. But she's at a point where she is on the podium and she is able to add in these biohacks to move from silver to the gold medal. And that's what she's working on here, which dives us into the next one. I'm going to bring two of them together that she spoke of. So she spoke of red light therapy as well as an infrared sauna. The infrared sauna as well has the red lights in it. So I want to bring those together. When she spoke about the infrared, the red light therapy, um, she, 
be her her explanation is that it's thought to work by acting on the power plant in your body cells called mitochondria. When you have more energy, other cells can do more work efficiently, such as repairing your skin, boosting new cell growth, and enhancing skin rejuvenation. Some experts think that red light therapy helps cells repair themselves and become healthier. Now, I am, we have, I have a infrared sauna blanket and my husband is a police officer and he did an assignment. It was, it was wide. It wasn't just him individually. Um, it wasn't even just his team, but he worked for 33 days straight. And in those 33 days, he had a 33 hour shift. He had a couple that were in the 24 hours, I think 21, 23. And he had, but over those 33 days, he had, um, they were 18 hour shifts, at least. It was an average of 18 hours. So that gave him six hours to come home, see us. Uh, I tried to prepare as much as I could for him all of the time, meals and all of those things during that time, which was very stressful for me, making sure I was doing all of the duties at home with our kids and running the business. And so he, what I did though, is I made him, even though he was like so tired and I, I made him, made him, I encouraged him, highly encouraged him. I had it all set up that he did the sauna blanket for 10 to 20 minutes before he went to sleep. Studies do show that it does help your sleep. Now, that being said, he's not in burnout, right? So my husband's not in burnout that he was on the podium. So he was on the podium before these 33 days straight. He works crazy hours and he has implemented every tool. I mean, I've worked with first responders since 2018 for a reason is because my husband, I saw the life he was living and I knew what my burnout was like. And there was no way that I understood how him and his colleagues could be managing their shifts and their schedules. So um, we've worked a lot with my husband has really worked hard to not be in burnout, to be strong and to be on that podium. So he is ready to peak when things are thrown his way. 33 days is a lot. So we pulled out all of the tools and that's where it was daily infrared on top of everything. Like we, we had lots of tools going to make sure that he had tools on shift. He had tools when he was at home to make sure that his sleep was best as possible. So it does, we have shown, cause we track sleep that the infrared sauna does increase his deep healing sleep. And so we used it for him. Had he been in burnout, we probably would not have noticed any help with it, or that's not true. It may have helped, but it's one of those things where you keep hitting it. Like he's still hitting on those shifts for 18 hours that, that he's, he's put himself in more of a detriment that it's helping a little bit, but it's not getting him up to even to where he was even the day before. So that's where it's understanding the time and a place. So I kind of think of it like this as well is think of a marathon. So all of the people at the marathon start fresh. Those are people who aren't in burnout. Those are people that are on the podium. As the race is going on, many of them are absolutely exhausted. And there's a number of them that do not make it to the finish line. That's like someone in burnout. So they're pushing, but they're pushing. Some of them do make it across the finish line, but 
the injuries they have sustained that take them months to recover, or it takes them months until they can start um, training again because of how much um, that marathon has taken from them. That is how I would kind of describe burnout versus being on the podium is those people that cross the finish line and, you know, they do their recovery in a couple of days. It might be sauna blankets, uh, might be cold therapy, might be a mix of different things. There's so many different modalities out there. I'm not even going to throw them all out there, but there's so many. And, but those people that really pushed, that were pushing, even those that were pushing from the start of the race, then a red light light or a sauna blanket is not going to get them back up to full recovery. It may help little bits, but there's other things that they need to be doing to get full recovery and feel the relief. So your cells are definitely taking a hit that that infrared blanket alone is not going to be that noticeable, most likely in how it is helping you. And the next thing that Jenna spoke of was the hyper ice core meditative device. So this is um, a meditative device. It sounds like there's this, her description is that there's a little ball that you hold in your hand and it has sensors on it that track your pulse, your heart rate variability, which is your stress marker um, as you're breathing and you're focusing. So it uses these vibrational patterns to give your sensory feedback and help you monitor your breathing rate during meditation. And having that sensory feeling, especially she's saying for somebody who does have ADHD, it really does help bring her back to her body and it keeps her focused to give her something to guide her in the meditation. So the thing with that um, meditation and learning how to get yourself out of stress state, ADHD for having that thing to help you meditate. That's amazing. Um, the thing is, is that when you're in Bruin, actually, it's interesting. I was listening to um, a Huberman podcast today that was actually on breathing. And Huberman was talking about studies that they did on meditation and on breathing exercises. So the breathing exercises for four minutes a day actually helped. It, this is doing certain breathing exercises, carbon dioxide tolerance. Like there's a, there's a strategy to it, which for somebody with ADHD may be able to follow. I know when I'm doing my breathing exercises, I use, um, I use breathe me. They are amazing and I subscribe to them monthly because they use guided breathing and carbon dioxide tolerance training and dysfunctional breathing training. I'm, I'm, they're just, they're amazing. And so I follow them and I can do three minutes, six minutes, nine minutes. My son does them with me. Um, we're in a bit of a routine where we will do that breathing. And the studies that Huberman was showing was that doing those for, I don't remember the time, if it was four or five minutes, two to three times a week had more of an impact on being able to regulate your body on your stress system, on your HRV, on these markers that Jenna is talking about. And so 
meditation is great. I am not going to discount it, but if we're diving into this, um, I always work on dysfunctional breathing with my clients. I always work on their breathing patterns because when you are stressed, you often breathe through your mouth. So take note if you're breathing through your mouth right now. And if you're breathing through your mouth, you're actually breathing in your stress nerve. When you're breathing in your mouth, you've turned on your stress nerve. When you're living in your stress nerve more frequently, it becomes so strong that it overpowers your resting nerve. So your nerves are like a muscle. The more you're working it, the stronger it gets, the quicker it kicks in. Now, the meditation is not going to train your resting nerve. It's um, as much, this is the study that Huberman showed, it doesn't train that resting nerve. It doesn't train you to breathe properly, to breathe in a resting state um, outside of those exercises as these four or five minute carbon dioxide tolerance breathing um, training does. So not at all anything against this meditation. It's great. She's also stacking it with her other um, tools that she does have, but she could actually spend that time doing more dysfunctional breathing exercises, more carbon dioxide tolerance training, and it would give her even more of an impact to what she is doing. And the next she spoke of was the aura ring. I love the aura ring. I have nothing bad to say about it. All you've heard me in past episodes, putting every single episode, I talk about the aura ring or the whoop band. Um, I do actually have more of a love for the whoop band. I was an aura ring wearer before I um, got the whoop. I actually got the whoop to test it out for the first responders I was working with because a titanium ring is not um, great for their, um, their job functionally. So I wore the, the, I got the whoop band thinking that I would just learn it. And after about four months, give it to my husband. And it's, it's a year, year and a half now it's been on my wrist. I have not given it up. Love the whoop over the aura ring, but, uh, the aura ring is still absolutely amazing. They track as well. Your stress markers, the whoop helps you with your recovery and stuff as well knowing where your stress levels are, knowing what is helping and not helping, really diving in and understanding how to read that data is important. That is where in episode three, I talked about how, if you want, I do have a course that I created for first responders on how to really go through the aura ring or the whoop band and understand how to read the data from it. I have that. Just email me. Andy, A-N-D-I at 911lifestyle.com and ask me for my health tracker training. And I can give you that so that you can kind of, you can understand more how to read the data to help you. But I love this as well for burnout because as I said, some of these things may help a bit. That infrared sauna may give you an extra five minutes of deep sleep on average. When you have the infrared sauna, it might give you a bit and the thing is, is that when you're so tanked, when your stress system is so taxed, you still might end up waking up exhausted, waking up feeling like 
crap pushing from the moment that your eyes open and thinking, oh, the sun is not doing anything for me. But your stats are going to show you that it does. So you know that that's something to keep up with. Whereas another technique may not, um, another supplement, another biohack, you may try it and find that it does not do anything for your stats after you doing it for like a couple of weeks and you know, okay, I don't need to use my time on this. So that's why I love, love, love getting these stats. When I'm working with clients, oh, it opens up so many doors for me to be able to figure out, ooh, your stats were really high on this day and start diving into what happened. What was your day like? So we can really start figuring out what your triggers are. Knowing what your triggers are allows us to start helping you get out of stress, helping you bring down your stress levels and start getting out of burnout because it is so different for different people. The next thing is the DNA methylation test. Now, this when I heard about it, I was like, oh, this is really cool. I need to start diving into this and, and figuring out more about this test. I love tests. And this DNA methylation test, um, she said it was gene testing, otherwise known as methylation testing, which really gives you a snapshot of your body's health. And so she, from this test, found out what supplements she needed to be on. And I so respect Jenna for not saying to people what supplements she's taking because it is so individual to you, what your body's flying through, what you're eating, what, what's going on, the way that your body does methylate, the way that it does process. I kind of think of methylation as like, um, uh, well, the testing that I, uh, that, that we do for methylation is an oats test, organic acid test. And I think of that like a car where you're doing an emissions test. You're basically figuring out what your body is efficiently emitting and what it's not, what's getting stuck. You can find out if you have mold from this test, it mold in your body. You can find out um, with, I think some gut issues with this. Candida, you can find out. Yeah, that's a gut one. So you can find out Candida with it. Um, my mind is blanking on other things, but there's so much. It's all in your methylation and how things you can find out certain vitamins and minerals are out on the oats test as well. So um, I was so excited about this. And the reason as well, I love this is, well, it's so individualistic, but it also, um, like there's different tests we do. There's another one as well that um, can test which vitamins and minerals your stress system is flying through and toxins. That one does heavy metals as well, which for our fire guys, um, not even just fire because EMS and police are on scene of fires a lot as well and exposed to a lot of toxins. So that one's been great because even toxins can cause anxiety, can cause stress. So knowing which toxins we need to get out of your body but also the ratios of vitamins to minerals. There's so much we can get into with these tests. There's tests for hormones, tests for mold, tests for gut. And that's the thing though, where I do think of testing though, where we could go like the whole gamut with all these different testing, but this is where we go back to athletes again, you do need the base foundational skills. So as I said, there's that one test that tests your stress vitamins and minerals, what your body's flying through, as well as your, he your heavy metal toxins. Well, once we start working on your sleep, especially with working when I was 
when, well, I still do, but um, I work with corporate and stuff now as well and entrepreneurs. But when you're not sleeping at night, when your sleep sucks at night, or when you're working shift work, 24 hours, working overnight, your body is not able to detoxify very well. So once we start working on your sleep, your body can detoxify a little bit better. And when we start working on your stressors and start decreasing your stressors and the amount of time you're in that stress nerve that I spoke of, the less time you're in that stress nerve, the less you're stressing at your stress system and flying through these vitamins and minerals, then you're not flying through them as much. So I would usually encourage people to work on their sleep first and the basics, these base things that get you on to the podium first, because even with hormones, if your sleep is off, your melatonin naturally is not kicking in. And this whole cascade of all of these hormones can't heal and repair and realign themselves while you're sleeping, which can throw off your whole hormonal panels. So you can go and do these tests. The hormone test is like five, $600, but it's I, I, in my personal opinion and working, especially with first responders since 2018 is to make sure that you have the base covered first. You're on the podium first. You have those foundational things, your sleep, your stressors, your um, oh, nervous system realigned, starting to do some gut, which may get into gut testing as well, because a lot of your hormones are either, well, serotonin, 90% of it's released through your gut. You have um, a lot of hormones are that are processed in your adrenals, pituitary glands, then are released into your blood system through your gut as well. So if your gut's not working, those hormones will be off as well. So there's this whole circle, the way that so many of these things work together, that when I hear of testing, I get so excited. Now, this test as well, I did check into, and when I clicked the link, it, it, it showed that it was linked to Grant Cardone. Now, Grant Cardone is the person who gave um, Jana the test and Jana um, uh, and Grant Cordon, sorry, is not a holistic naturopath, holistic practitioner, not a naturopath, not a functional doctor. So I kind of started wondering more about the test. I would have some more questions about that test. I would also question the supplements that are given based on that test. Are they like, so is the test an affiliate? Are they an affiliate for the test? And supplements, are they an affiliate for a certain brand of supplements? I never, ever in my practice of working with clients, getting them out of burnout, uh, suggest just one line of supplements. What we always suggest is a third-party tested. What that means is that they're not tested in that facility. They are tested in an outside facility that has nothing to do with the company that created those supplements. That way, when they're telling you what's in the supplement, what's in each pill, it's actually what's in there, the quality, the quantity, all of that. So when you're not, when you're getting in-house testing, your if something might say it's hundred milligrams, but one pill may have like 70 and the other pill may have 140. And you may start get thrown off on your dosages as well. There's more fillers and things that you can have uh, more of a reaction to, especially if your body is stressed. So we highly recommend third-party tested 
There's the odd supplement where we may say we want it to be this brand. Um, and that could be because of the dose. There is one supplement that uh, practitioners who we've worked with have, have suggested only this. Well, actually there were two brands, but one was double the price for the same amount. So we'd always suggest the one brand, um, not expensive, $18, but it was because it was the lowest dose possible and we only needed minimal dose. So the other ones as well, sometimes you get different brands will mix a lot of different things in them. So, and when we're introducing supplements, we want to make sure that they're single strain supplements. So if it's vitamin C, it's vitamin C. If it's magnesium, it's magnesium. It's not like a mix of vitamin C and magnesium and all of these things, because then if your body reacts well, we don't know what it's reacting well from. And if it's reacting poorly, having a negative reaction, we don't know what from. So we would want to make sure that you are um, getting supplements, like introducing one at a time slowly, especially when your body's stressed. Introduce one at a time, see how your body does for a week or two, especially if you have an aura ring or root band track, you'll be able to see. I know I started a new, um, just a, a, a new vitamin. I introduced a new one this past week and my HRV has shot up 10 points. I don't necessarily feel any different. And the thing is, is that where I am in my cycle, my HRV usually is starting to lower now that I'm like, wow, this supplement is like doing amazing for me. But had I mixed it with a like three or four, I wouldn't have known which one, or some of those might've been lowering it. Some of those might've been increasing it. And I would not have known which one should I stop and which one should I continue with? So if you are going to do any testing, make sure first that it is a standard test that is, is found by many naturopaths, holistic practitioners, functional medicine doctors. It's, it's a standard one. It's not one that you have to get it from only this one person or this one thing, because quite often too, that's more of a business model versus um, a standardized test in the medical profession. And same thing with supplements. So this is interesting. So you may go to a holistic practitioner that does the same test as another one, but one may be like how I am in my practice is that we suggest all different third-party tested depends on what they are and not like a line and the other one uses a line because they get an affiliate um with it and the thing is is that i've never ever found one line that has everything that you need uh, we quite often we're like there's this one line has these great ones for that person for what that person needs and another line is for maybe one other supplement or something so just be cautious of that. Now, um, I'm not familiar at all with a hyper, hyperice, hyperice um, leg sleeve. It sounds really cool if it does help with um, lymphedema, like when pregnant or when somebody is really sick, sounds super cool. I'm so I'm not familiar with it, so I don't want to speak to it. Um, it's not something that I do know anything about. So I am going to leave that one. The cold plunge though, this is an interesting one because the cold plunge is a big fad right now. And 
so Jenna says that they're getting one in their house and she's so excited. Um, so being immersed in cold water stimulates the leukocytes, which is the white blood cells that help fight off sickness. It also causes the lymphatic system to contract force fluids to the lymph nodes. And the process aids in detoxing the body and strengthening your immune system. So that is what has been found of the cold plunge. If you think of a cold plunge the way that we think of exercise, exercise is where you're supposed to really push your body into a stressed state in order for your body to, as you do this on a regular basis, your body gets used to that stress state and it can handle then that level. And then you exercise again, um, you start pushing your workouts harder, you increase the pace, you increase the weights, you increase what you're doing, the intensity, the duration, the rep sets, and your body adapts to that. So you're able to physically handle more stressors. Cold plunge works very similar to that. And well, it is, that's how it is, is your body is getting used to being in a stressed state. And the thing is, though, is when you're in burnout, your body may not be able to handle that. A stress is a stress. And when you're at your stress stress threshold, wow, say that five times fast. When you're at your stress threshold, then it doesn't matter if it is a good stress. It could be that you are planning to get married. It could be that you are closing a huge deal in business. It doesn't matter. A stress is a stress is a stress exercise, going into a cold plunge. When you're at certain stages of burnout, your body cannot handle any more stressors. And so that's where your body keeps getting injured when you keep working out, um, where your motivation and drive decreases, your body starts decreasing all of that motivation. And your want or your ability to go, you don't get that adrenaline rush anymore. That's the same thing that can happen with the cold plunge. So I would not suggest that the cold plunge is for somebody who is in a deep stage of burnout. That being said, this is where I love the aura ring and the whoop band is I would say, try it. I wouldn't try it at too extreme of a cold. I would try it at, I would actually go lowest minimum dose and see what your aura ring or your whoop say. Did your heart rate variability, your HRV increase, which is a good thing. That means that it helped your stress system. Did it decrease, which means it stressed your body. With a workout, you should have a decrease the next day, but you should recover by the day after and go back up to your regular heart rate, your regular HRV. Not your heart rate, your HRV should go back up. It's your heart rate, resting heart rate that lowers. And so that should happen. But if it's taking you two days to recover from a workout or three days, you're staying with your HRV lower or with the whoop actually gives you your strain score and your recovery scores. And, and um, it's not a recovery score in the aura. It starts with an R though. Um, if that is decreasing, then it might be recovery. Then you know that your body can't handle the stress of that workout or your body can't handle the stress of that cold plunge. So just know that once you get yourself out of burnout, once you get yourself back on that podium, 
then these tools, then a cold plunge is great for you. Then working out, kicking butt in the gym is great for you as long as your body is recovering after. Um, the next one that she dives into is IV vitamin drips. Um, and these are definitely a fad right now too. I know somebody I, I know I follow um, was asking about what IV drips do you do? And people were like, spreading all of these ones in the comments. One second, I need a drink. And so it was just blowing me away because IV drips, vitamin drips are great. What they do is they bypass your gut. So if you are having any gut issues, which are very common in stress because that stress nerve we spoke of slows down when, well, when you're in that stress nerve, it slows down your digestion because you don't need to eat or have poop when you're being chased by that bear or lion. It doesn't know that it's an email coming in or that you're, you're working on a project with a deadline. It doesn't know that you're working a night shift or that you're going to a call as a first responder. It doesn't know. So all of those things keep slowing down your digestion, which can cause a lot of gut issues. So IV drips are amazing for people that are in a stage of burnout where their gut is at a stage um, where it's not healed yet, where you are not able to absorb vitamins and minerals as well. Sometimes too, just people like to speed them. This would be a podium once you're, so that would be, that would help you to get a little bit on the podium until your body can actually start taking just regular supplements on a daily basis and absorb them. Um, but once you're on the podium as well, this can give you a little bit of an extra edge with certain vitamins and minerals. That being said, this is where I would definitely go to the testing aspect and find it from the test what your body needs because too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Too much of your B vitamins, these are great for combating stress. Too much of them is a bad thing. Ooh, vitamin C. Vitamin C is amazing because vitamin C is actually used every time it's used to make cortisol. So Every time that your stress response kicks in and your body makes cortisol, it uses vitamin C, you fly through it. But too much vitamin C loosens your bowels. So understanding and knowing what levels of all of these vitamins and minerals and things that your body is giving you so that it's what your body needs is very, very important. So I would just caution before going and doing it. Um, and the lumen is just looking it's a portable device to measure and track and analyze your metabolism so this is where the thing is, is i would really wonder how it does your metabolic like the way to measure your metabolic um expenditure i have yet to see scientific research that shows that um that shows a device that can be an at-home device that can really help to figure out what your metabolic needs are. So I'd be cautious of this one. That being said, this may be something that is out that I haven't seen research on. And lastly, the chili sleep. This to me sounds so cool that what it does is it keeps your body, um, your body core temperature lower in your sleep. And the, the 
The downside though, is that you have to fill it every day, but studies do show that a cooler temperature. So this would be great for those that are shift workers and trying to sleep in the day when the house is warmer, if the sun is coming on the side of the house, or if there's other people in the house, they have the heat on keeping body temperatures cooler would be amazing for first responders sleep. Now, I just, I couldn't imagine having to fill it every single day. Um, that would probably stop me from using it, which as well, I believe Jana, I'm not sure. She said it's a pain in her butt, but worth it. So I think she is continuing with it, which is phenomenal for her. Um, I'm not sure that I would have that dedication, but she's obviously seeing the results in order to do it. Now, the thing though, is if you do not have healthy sleep habits, making sure that your bed is cool is not going to help you enough. You need to first make sure, or as well, make sure that your sleep habits are good and you're getting able to get, like able to get into a good deep sleep, able to fall asleep, able to stay asleep and get into your deep and your REM sleep. If your body can't even get into those on a good rate or a good pace, or it can't even fall asleep or it keeps waking up anyways because of other things happening in your body, then the temperature is not going to give you the benefits that it could if you're on the podium. So it's a good thing definitely to do before you get on the podium, but you need, you will not get on the podium if you don't work on your sleep habits. All right. So that was all of her biohacks. Um, I think what she's doing is amazing. She is on the podium and she's trying to get from that silver medal to the gold and like good on her. I think that is phenomenal for her. Just know that burnout is a beast. And if you are in burnout, just understand that there is a big difference to the tools that work for burnout versus performance optimization. Those tools that work to get you onto the podium versus to get you to the gold medal, two different things. So if you try this and it doesn't work for you, you're not broken. You're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. There are reasons that that is not working for you and take it as a scientific test. If you do try something that she has suggested and it doesn't work as well for you, take that step back and think, hmm, where's my stress system, right? Where, where is my energy? What is my sleep like? How are my moods? Am I frustrated? Am I getting a little frustrated with colleagues at work? Am I moodier with my family at home? Are things not bringing me as much joy anymore? All of these different, you may have some or all of what I've listed, tired and wired, waking mid-sleep, gut issues. All of these things can be attributed to either going deeper in, like getting into burnout or being in full burnout. So I would highly encourage you to take it as a science experiment, try it out, see how it works. If you have an aura ring or whoop band, check your stats and see if it does help you a little bit, but if it's not giving you the relief that you want, or it's not helping you to the degree that you would like, then start diving into all well, the other episodes here. You can reach out to me. I am, I have space for two more at the moment. Uh, this is middle of March, 2022. I have 
space for two more one-on-one clients in my day that I can um, have the availability to fit into my calendar. So I am taking on two clients right now. If you would like, I am more than happy to help walk you through, sit here and understand what your life is like to start understanding what your stressors are so that we can start giving you a direction on where to start. It is so different for everybody. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. As with Jana, stacking things, keeping them simple, getting out of burnout can be simple. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's a quick fix, but you don't have to go full tilt, drop everything else, focus only on this, You can add simple, small steps into your life on a daily basis that slowly add up for that compound effect so that your stats on your aura ring or your root band start increasing week after week. Not every single week, because some weeks you just get thrown some big stressors and it lowers, but you know how to get yourself back up in a way that works for your family life, for your work life that is not overwhelming to you. It is so different, so different. Sometimes it's the work that we need to focus on first, work stressors. Sometimes it's the home stressors. It's the physical, the nutritional, the sleep, the gut. It is so different in each of you as to where we need to start. So if you have questions, let me know. You can also join our mailing list. There is a link in the show notes for you to join the mailing list. And I am at the end of these, I will uh, on the mailing list, let you know when I'm doing my recordings. And if you can hop on, then great, come on. At the end, I will open this up and answer questions as well. So definitely join our mailing list if you would like to hop on to our um, these podcast episodes and ask questions at the end. That's where the coaching happens. The, the magic happens there. If you would also like to book um, a call with me in order to find out if, you know, if we are a good fit to work together, then I will leave a link below as well to book a call with me. And we can look and see if working together is something for both of us. All right. That is the end of this podcast episode. Again, join our mailing list. Email me as well if you need Andy, A-N-D-I at 911lifestyle.com. And I will see you in the next episode.